There was a time I was standing at the chicken counter at the airport and right in front of me there was a guy who was arguing with the young woman who was issuing the ticket. He was so rude, using all sort of abusive words, and she remained so calm and quiet and smiling. And when he left, it was my turn, and I asked her, you know, how could you just uh, be so nice to this guy? He was so rude. And she said, it's okay, sir. He's, he is going to London, but his luggage will go to Hong Kong. You know? <laughs> Good idea. The message brought out by today's reading, especially the gospel, is one of the most important in the whole of the Bible. Each of us stand in need of God's forgiveness. Today's gospel clearly tells us possible way that God will not forgive us our sins unless we are willing to forgive those who sin against us. Every day we come across situations and incidents where others make us upset, frustrate, and hurt us. We punish ourselves because of others' sins. Why are we punishing ourselves because others made a mistake? Kurt Nurban, an American spiritual writer, tells Life is too short to freeze our feeling around a moment of wrong, whether it is one that was done to us or one that we have done to others. From time to time, from time to time, we have to clean the inside of our heart. You don't need to go to a heart surgeon and uh, do a triple bypass or open heart surgery to remove the cobwebs of self-pity have to be swept away. The cancerous growth of bitterness has to be cut off. Here is why the forgiveness comes in. Here is why forgiveness is so important. When we clean out the cellar by letting some fresh air of forgiveness, wonderful benefits flow to us. We rid ourselves of the burdens of bitterness and resentment. As a result, we experience a sense of freedom, relief, and cleanliness. Above all, we are set free to be devote all our energies to loving once more. It's very important. Forgiveness also works wonders for the person who is forgiven. It sets that person free also. He or she is freed from the burdens of guilt and remorse. If we do not forgive those who hurt us, we have them in chains and burdened with guilt. We have them in darkness. If we forgive them, we set them free. And we hold that power. No, we hold that power. We have all been hurt in some way or other in our life. There's no one here. There's no one here, I can assure you, haven't been hurt. 
Maybe there were some teacher in high school days insulted you in front of everybody and he still hurt us. Maybe your neighbor who did not invite you for his birthday party, you expected him to invite you but he didn't. Or wedding party that really hurt us. Or your neighbor borrowed your Ferrari for a day and did not bring it back on time. That also hurt us. I, in fact, my, my Ferrari is gone today. Somebody has taken for a day. Yeah, so, you know, so there are so many things can hurt us, you know. Um, but some hurts are more deeper. It goes deep inside our heart. Some are over the skin of our heart. So it is easy to forgive, it is not so deeper. So it's a more deeper, it's more difficult for us to forgive the, the hurt that caused by others. You know, I don't know whether you have experienced uh, this phenomenon, I would say. It may not be a phenomenon, it is, it is a happening that you forgive somebody But after two days, when you saw this guy, you're angry again, right? Let me explain to you. Before that, you know, why did Jesus say to Peter, you do not forgive seven times, but 77 times? There's a good reason for that, 77 times. Let me give you an example. I'll take you back to 77 times later. But now, a scenario that you would understand better per se, I preached a sermon that you did not approve of because you did not like my sermon, though it was a wonderful sermon, you didn't like it, and you hated me for that. You said, how can Father Shinoi preach such a sermon? I'm going to leave. The immediate reaction is, you'll walk out of the church. And you say, I will never come again to this church until and unless Father Sheno is moved from here. And you're so angry. You're so angry, then you get home, you yell at your wife and children. How can he preach like that as a Catholic priest? How can he do that? But next day, you happen to hear Father Walsh preaching, and you're sitting at home, online mass, and Father Walsh preached about forgiveness, forgiving uh, for, for, for everything, because Jesus teaches us to forgive and your heart becomes so soft again. And he said, okay, I'm going to forgive Father Shinoi because Jesus tells us to forgive. I'm a Christian, so I forgive him. Everything is fine. Next week, you know, you're still coming back to church because you forgave me. You decided to back to church. As you're driving in, you saw me walking from the rectory. As soon as you saw me, there he is again. Is he going to say mass now? Is he going to preach? You're angry. You're upset again. You turn back and go home. On the way, you stopped at a place to buy three pounds of spicy chicken wings because you are stressed. You need to eat something. And what happened? Next day, you get a stomach upset after eating three pounds of chicken wings. Now, meantime, I'm so happy. I have no idea this is happening in your life. You were angry with me and you walked out of the church and you ate all these chicken wings and you made a promise to yourself, nothing. I'm still happy and smiling. 
That's the one point we all do that big mistake. We hurt ourselves. But let me come back to the point, why are we experiencing this uh, unforgiveness after forgiving people? It is because the healing hasn't taken place. The healing is incomplete. The healing only halfway done, though we thought it is done. Let me explain to you. I'm sure some of you at least here have played when you were young, hopscotch, right? How many of you played hopscotch? There's so many of you who play hopscotch. If teach your children, it's a nice game, hopscotch. So it is something about, you know, you draw a, a big block and inside you have uh, rectangles and triangles and uh, you have a shooter, maybe a, a, a bottle top and you throw and you hop, one, two, three. Is that what you do? Uh, and then what happened is forgiveness also is something very similar. Forgiveness is not an instant thing. It is a process. It is a process. Many of us don't understand that. So it is a process because forgiveness is a healing. Healing takes place in us and healing takes place most time the one who is being forgiven. So let us say the process. The first process of a thing is we're getting hurt. I'm standing here, the first block. This is a hurt. I'm hurt. Maybe let us say that uh, I did not invite you to a wedding party or birthday bash because you invited me last year. You expected me to invite you as well, but I didn't invite you. Angry. Oh, there's a much more serious hurt. Maybe your wife or husband cheated on you. That is a serious hurt that goes deep inside your heart. Very painful. So you are here standing. So next day, the next thing of forgiveness is getting hurt, being in hurt, hurting, painful period, anxiety, anguish, stress, anger, everything comes. You know, like uh, you fell down and broke your knee and next couple of weeks you go and have serious pain. So it's a painful period. But what happened to us is that we tend to want to become like Jesus. Jesus can forgive us instantly. He is a superman. He can instant. So some saints probably able to do it. But humans like us, it is not easy to forgive so instantly. So but we want to forgive instantly. Then what we do is getting hurt, we jump bypassing the period where we are angry and upset and jump into healing. Immediately, then next day we feel happy. I forgive this guy. But two months later, when you see this guy, or when you hear about him, you're angry. Then you realize, I haven't forgiven him. It's because you haven't gone through this period of pain. How do you react to hurt? Maybe somebody in the church hurt you for some reason. You used to sit together in one pew, but next Sunday when you come to church, she's sitting there, not you. Um, and uh, when you saw her, you came this way and you walk out of the church. I'm not going to come to church if she is here. That is reacting to the hurt. I think that's normal. Or I know a woman who husband married another woman 
and she was so angry with him, she got a skywriter to write in front of a you know, small plane house. When he opens, he can see, you son of what, or whatever, you know. So she's angry, she's expressing her anger. You know, we have to go through this period of pain. Some of us can forgive people instantly with a small wound. If it's a bigger wound, it takes time. So people come to me for confession and say, I'm struggling to forgive. I would always tell the person, take your own time. Because don't rush in things because your healing is not going to be complete and you're going to be angry eternally. So rather do the process slowly. But while you are experiencing the hurt, you should have the sincere effort to forgive that person. Jesus, you know, I'm struggling with the forgiveness of forgiving this person, but give me the grace to forgive. I'm in pain. I am struggling. I'm angry. I'm frustrated. But I want to forgive this person. So while you are still remaining in the second block of uh, being hurt, pray to God, give me the grace to forgive. So it can take a month, two months, three months, three years, 10 years, sometimes 30 long years to forgive somebody, but do that properly. Then at the end of the day, when you forgive this person, you feel so peaceful and happy. Now you know why Jesus said, you have to forgive, not seven times, 77 times to reach that complete healing. It all depends upon how serious is your hurt. Amen.